Hi, everyone. So welcome to our new part of the Pink Tron. This is Tronversations. I'm Lauren, and I'm here with Chris and Sean, and we're welcoming a special guest today, Ange. And since the Pink Tron always starts out with what we're drinking, I'm going to have Ange go first. Ange, what are you drinking today? I'm drinking a nice pale ale. Uh, full of ginger, also known as ginger ale, Canada dry. <laughs> Perfect. Top, top shelf stuff. It is, in my house anyway. <laughs> then we'll go all the way down south. Chris, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking, well, I just finished off um, a bottle of Journeyman uh, Buggy Whip Wheat Whiskey. So that one's dead. Um, I'm kind of on a kick to like finish off the bottles that only have like two pours left. So now I'm going to kill the Maker's Mark cask strength. And then we'll see if we can get into a third. We'll see how the conversation goes. Sean, what are you drinking this evening? Uh, I just polished off a, a nice recovery shake and have moved on to uh, non alcoholic uh, Lamb of God Ghost Walker from Brewdog. That sounds very, very spiritual. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a Lamb of God is a metal band. So I guess it's oh. a, uh, yeah, you can see the, the like very metal. Okay. Uh, for those not on this Zoom call, please look it up online. The label is beautiful. <laughs> and then for me, I, in a nod to especially some of my other Zone 17 TTT friends, I am drinking an original pattern brewing pipsqueak which is a sweet dark cherry and raspberry sour beer. It is delicious. Tie-in with Uh It's a couple of the other folks on the uh, Zone 17 TTT live in Oakland and Original Pattern Brewing is in Oakland. There you go. That's what I was missing. Okay. Yep. And for this uh, podcast, this is also a very pink beer. So I think it's fitting. Love it. Fastest beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless you're, unless you're Dutch, then you need your beer to be orange. You guys are, maybe I'm in the wrong place. You know, <laughs> all about the orange Tron, but anyway. Maybe you should have been on the earlier record, which I haven't heard, but I'm sure that they talked about, so. Probably, yes. So, ironically, I'm wearing a pink t-shirt. Not that anybody can see that, but um, yeah. I noticed. Not trying to support the big Tron. <laughs> So yeah, so Ange, your, your bike of choice is an orange Tron? That is correct. I am partly Dutch, so I benefit from the powers of the orange. Um, and you'll also notice that my Swift name is Orange. So. Gives people a guide into how to pronounce your name. That is true, because some people get very confused and think my name is Angie, but it's not. It's some people Ange. Craig. <laughs> Yeah, not not mentioning any names. <laughs> <laughs> that chatterbox. <laughs> it's a common mistake. It's okay. I I forgive. So, but that's a good attitude. Yeah. So we're here tonight as our first kind of inaugural that we're calling a conversation. Though I'll say that we've probably had such things before to talk to Ange about kind of her Zwift journey and all that kind of stuff. So I think I'm actually gonna start with, cause we'll get to some of like your history if we want to later, but uh, what bike things have you done today, Ange? 
today, like as in on this day, like this in- actual day, Friday. Yeah. Yes. Um, I started up with a nice crappy warm up, uh, and then I jumped in onto the herd uh, winter racing, the second race, um, and that was a great fast experience. Uh, never to be repeated, and uh, then followed that up with the uh, Zwift Tour, uh, the fourth one, where you're uh, riding through the jungle. Uh, okay, which route is that? Was that long or standard? Or That's the long one, the Serpentine um, 8. Okay. Oh, you did the long one. Oh. Yes. yes. Good for you. It's only 20, 26 or 27 kilometers it's not very far that's 20k more than i want to ride through the jungle though <laughs> yeah so so my question was was actually going to be uh how much do you hate the jungle uh honestly i i don't really make a habit of going there um it's it's very beautiful uh i like the scenery but um, i'm not a big fan of riding gravel on zwift um and the dust, I, I don't know, somebody was commenting about how they felt like they could, they were riding in 3D and they could actually taste that dust. I, I feel very <laughs> similar um, in my face quite often and I'm not, not a big fan. So, yeah. I'd Especially on a big ride, like the Tour de Zwift, I bet there were a lot of people, so. Yeah, close to 700 people. So <laughs> a lot of dust, that's for sure. So it was mostly just dust. Yeah, very, very dusty. Yes, yes. <laughs> did you switch away from an orange Tron for that ride? I oh, did okay. actually, but I made sure I was still on an orange bike. Um, I, I uh, rode the uh, Trek Super, what was it? Super Caliber. Yes, yeah. that one. And I made sure that I, I got the orange color for that one. So gotta stick to my roots. Nice. And so you're doing ZRL this season, correct. correct? Yeah. yeah. And which team are you on? I'm on the Penguins Magic. To be honest, I don't know how to say the real name of the Penguin. Magellanic, um, probably something like that, because it's Magellan. Yeah. So I, I just, yeah, I just go with what everybody else calls it, the Magic. Yeah. Much easier. Yeah. So we've, uh, we're, we're currently in first place, I think, in our division. Yay. So uh, things are going really well there. Um, yeah, hopefully we can continue on that streak. I don't know, next week looks pretty nasty, but we'll see how it goes. Have you, have you done both of the, both of the races this, this yes. season so far? Yes, I have. I, I did, uh, last week was, what did we do last week? Oh my goodness. Classic. The classic, yeah. Um, and that one w- was really good. That w- I, I was happy with my place on that one. I finished 15th in that one. Nice. And then, uh, this week, what was this week? Oh, well, oh this sorry, week was this classy. week was classy. Oh, week before. Okay. Yeah, um, the week before. Was Yes, yes. So I was fifteenth in that oh, one. Yeah. And this week, not as good this week, but um, was able to get a few points somewhere along the line. Um, <laughs> yeah, that sorry. one's a tough one to figure out where you are, right? That's the, yeah. yeah, riding through the flying spaghetti monster. Yeah, we had a we had actually a, a great um, plan of attack. Um, we uh, I, I noticed that there's two little hills that you have um, as you're coming around near the end, coming up to the sprint. And um, I was able to pull ahead every time we were going up those two little hills. 
And so our DS got this great idea that maybe uh, we could, on the last lap, plan our attack to drop the ghost and pull away from the group. And so there were four of us left in the in the front group, and three of us had the ghost. So one oh. one person pulled ahead, and the rest of us dropped our ghost. And so the the rest of the group couldn't see us, but four of us went ahead together and uh, tried to sprint to the end of the the course, which was over two k sprint. Wow. And uh, mm. yeah, I made it for about <laughs> a half, one and a half k, and then I was just like, yeah, no, can't can't continue with this. So uh, kind of. Dang died at the end there but at least two two of our riders made it into first and second place so oh, wow yeah That's so it was a great plan awesome. successful let's uh let's shout out your ds who ds is the magic penguins um ben oh my goodness how do i say his last name i don't even know how to say I think his it's pointed okay <laughs> sorry ben i'm not sure how to say it <laughs> i've never heard it said so that's why i, I wouldn't oh ben p <laughs> that works too nice yeah. That's a lot of fun. That's that's one of those ones where uh, it's it's easy to make that suggestion as a DS who it doesn't have to ride that last two k. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, it it worked. It worked well. And you know, you know, Bad. just at least getting two people into first and second. You know, I think sometimes it's worth making a little bit of a sacrifice to to get those extra points. So, it, it, I think it worked well. Yeah. So, yeah. What a, what a great strategy and good job pulling that off too. We had yeah. some, just as an aside, because I think we all kind of universally hate the ghost, at least I do. Yep. Um, I, I don't have the legs to make use of it, but I saw some people like fake ghosting, like yeah. they would make, a, make a, like a, a stab at it, drop a ghost, and then when they were invisible, like back off, trying to bait other people into burning their match. That was kind of a cool use of it, so. At least in my race. Yeah, I, I used to, I had the ghost most of the time, and so I used it mostly uh, for the sprint. Um, but it, I I never dropped it at the right time for it to to work effectively. So yeah. it's ten seconds, right? Yeah. So it's real short. Yeah, quick, it's right? tough. yeah, yeah, yeah. The ghost is dumb. Uh, although it seems like you finally found a good use for it, but uh, in that race in particular, where it feels like like we have a couple guys on our team who uh, feel like they're good long sprinters and are. Uh, and so we're like, yeah, the ghost will be great. I'll just like use it like a K out uh, or, you know, once mm -hmm. we hit the, the red road. Right. What, and it turns out that it doesn't matter at all then because everyone else has already started <laughs> ramping up anyway. So you just, you know, you're doing the same sprint you would be otherwise, except you're invisible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I felt like I was doing, just because I'd never dropped it in the right place. So the timing, but you don't, you don't have enough chance to to practice it to time it properly, because yeah. you know, it's not like you get the ghost when you're practicing and doing race recon or something. So exactly, yeah. And I'm assuming you're. Uh... You're on deck for the uh, for the ZRL this coming week. I uh, am, the, yeah. The beast of New York. God. Yeah, and I don't think this is my race, to be honest. I, I think it's a little bit too punchy for me. So we'll see how it goes. I don't I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll make it, but um. don't sell yourself short, Anne. It's like 
as I mentioned in in the in the Facebook chats, like your your starts are getting really really good, and you're able to hang with some of these high watt riders. I yeah. think a course like this is really set up well for you. So yeah, I would go into this with uh, some pretty high expectations. I, I think the Vegas odds are three to one for you. So <laughs> I didn't know I'm we were betting on this, but sure. Oh yeah, you can bet on anything these days. It's yeah. great. So got anybody to... for anybody oh, listening God. who wants to put their bets in, Chris is the uh, herd bookie. Yep, yep. PayPal, Venmo, uh, crypto, uh, all forms of crypto. Swift gambling. <laughs> oh my. So what type of writer do you think that you are? What type of rider? You mean like? Yeah, sprinter. You, you said you don't feel like you're very punchy. Mm-hmm. Well, I've seen I've seen you do a lot of long rides. I I like long rides because I don't the expectations are lower. <laughs> I think with a longer ride. Um, but uh, according to Zwift Academy, I'm a sprinter, which mm-hmm. I totally disagree with. Um, <laughs> I might be a sprinter at the beginning of a race, but I'm definitely not a sprinter at the end. I never sprint at the end of a race. Um, I find it really hard to get get up and out of the seat at the end of a race. Um, Cause I, I put a lot of effort in through the, inter- like in the ZRL, I'm, I can't believe I just called it the ZRL, the ZRL. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I don't, um, I put a lot of effort in through the entire race. And so by the time I get to the end, I just, I don't have enough get up and go anymore at that point. Um, I'm definitely not a climber. Uh, that's been kind of my nemesis since day one. I'm working on trying to become better at climbing, but definitely um, a long way to go with that. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm just kind of one of those people, like I, I'm really trying hard to get to a category. And so I'm constantly trying for the top 20, the, tw- the 20, the 20 minute, like pushing, I push my, myself really hard for the first 20 minutes of a race. And I try to put wow. in as much as I can in the first 20 minutes. And hopefully I can hang on for whatever's left, left at the last, at the end of the race there after the 20 minutes. But um, yeah, yeah, not a good, not a good strategy for having much of a kick left at the end. Yeah. No, exactly. But but I'm, I'm hoping, and it, it, to be honest, that's really what's got me into being a B category is I, I learned to understand the game, shall we say, um, of how you can improve yourself in Zwift. And as a result, it's improving really everything about my racing is because I've, I, I'm really focusing on that 20 minute. And that 20 minute, I think is, you know, I'm, I'm going to get better and better the more I keep pushing myself on that 20 minute. You know, so I can put out in 20 minutes, generally I'm 3.4, 3.5. And so, you know, if I can just gradually get that to move up and up and up, that's kind of, kind of my goal. So I'll get there eventually, you know, to the, to that A category when, I don't know, but we'll see. We've got them kind of, kind of falling off. We've got to, we've got to co- go with the rest of our penguins and other herd ladies who are in A, so we can have a full A team finally, and we're not just shedding um, our herd women up to different teams. Yeah, with much, much, much inferior jerseys. Yes, exactly. I don't like the fact that we're losing them to other teams. That yeah. they, we need to have a herd A team, women's A team. That's for sure. 
more than one multiple time zones if we can swing it be nice yeah exactly so well, that, that's all a noble goal i just figured the whole point of zwift was to finish as high as you could at 3.2 but <laughs> what you ladies just described i think um might be more important than that so <laughs> keep going <laughs> no for some it's just a game for others it's you know uh, a, a little bit more than that and i think honestly for me it is um, I, I do have lofty goals with my riding in real life. And I think Zwift is, plays a big part in that. And, um, hopefully I can achieve something, um, with this, you know, but you got to learn how to play the game though, too. Otherwise you won't really go anywhere in Zwift. So yeah, the power ups, if you're racing, yeah, it's, that's, it really exemplifies the game. So, okay, so you ride outside too. Have you been riding outside like how long and when did you, you know, why did you start swifting? I guess. Um, I used to always ride. I've been riding bikes since I was a kid. Um, I used to be a triathlete. Um, I went through a phase where I had a lot of problems with my body, didn't know what was going on. Uh, diagnosed with arthritis, diagnosed with fibromyalgia, uh, basically me telling the doctors, I don't believe you. I think you're full of crap, but really in the position where I didn't know if I was capable of doing things that I used to do. Um, I stopped running. I haven't run at all since um, the initial diagnosis of arthritis. Um, <laughs> that's not a good thing, Chris. I want to get back into running. Um, that's we all get hurt. So, um, uh, and then cycling, I thought, well, you know, I have this nice bike and I'm, what am I doing with it? And so uh, a number of years ago, I bought a dumb trainer, but it was really dumb. Um, I, I couldn't use it. We don't, we don't own our own house. So we live, we've either lived in a basement suite or an apartment. And so a dumb trainer is super noisy. And I was like, I can't, I can't even ride this because I'm going to irritate our landlord. Was it one so, of those ones that was just like you attach your bike to a giant fan? <laughs> well, it sounded like a giant fan, that's yeah. for sure. So I was just like, I, I can't, I can't use this. And so I started looking into what my options were, not knowing anything about it. And um, I found the Wahoo Kicker and learned that you could connect it to a platform. And I was like, oh, okay, well, what's this Zwift thing? And so I checked it out and um, to be honest, at first I was like, this is kind of weird. I'm not sure I get it. Yeah. And I went on my first group ride, not with the herd, but with another group and got totally dropped left on my own. Um, I, I said, Hey, where is everybody? And the ride leader said, suck it up and hurry up. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I guess that's what we do here. And then so then I thought, you know what, I'm never going to do a group ride again because it's just not, I don't want to, that's not what I'm here for. It's kind of counterintuitive for what I'm hoping to achieve. And so um, I ended up finding the herd and honestly, the herd has been my lifesaver. Um, as cheesy as it might sound, the herd has helped me to stick with riding and really invest in me and helping myself get back to where I need to be as far as health as far as mental health. And I, I can't, I can't say enough about the herd. Um, it, very inclusive group. And, um, the fact that I'm sitting here talking to you guys about my experience, I think says a lot too. Um, 
I'm not a nobody. And I like that, that I'm, you know, people know who I am and respect what I have to say and listen to me complain or whatever, whatever is going on. It's all, it's all okay. So I think that's, that's a pretty unique thing that we have going on here with the herd. And um, I would never trade it for anything. Um, so anyway, um, did anybody need a tissue to? Like <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's I'm awesome. That was my fire. Next my tears are evaporating as they. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you took the next question, like how did you find the herd? So then I guess I'll go a little beyond that. So I guess I had two other questions. What sort of are your your goals, both for riding outside and like how did you get into racing with the herd? Because finding the herd is one thing, but racing is another. Um, so I had raced, I'd done a few races on Zwift, um, just obviously independently. And, um, then I, uh, sorry, my students are dinging me. So <laughs> give me a second while I try to get them turned off. Otherwise you guys are going to hear constant dinging. Can you loop oh. them in? We can, we can ask them questions about you. Um, no, that's okay. <laughs> Um, but no, uh, so I had done a few independent rides and then there was the first call out for um, the first Z season of, of the ZRL. Um, and there was, a, you know, to put a team together, I was a D rider at that time. And um, we had the team of dolphins. And so I was on that inaugural team of dolphins that won the first season. And yes. um yeah, it, it, it was thrilling, very thrilling to be involved with a TTT. Um, I think I may have done a few of the Thursday TTT with the herd, but I can't remember, to be honest, I probably did. Um, so I, I had a little bit of experience with it before we went into the, the ZRL. So yeah, um, goals, goals for um, my, my in real life riding um, are some people are going to you know, some people actually kind of mock me when I say what my goals are because they think, well, A, you're too old. Um, you're not fit enough. And I, I say, you know what, whatever. Um, my, my goal in life has always been, I have a saying, um, aim high to achieve little. And so I usually try to put my goals really quite high because if I put my goal, say, for example, like I, I, I'm a teacher. So I, I say to my students, if your goal is to pass the class at 70%, you're probably not going to achieve it because you're, you're, you're saying you want, want to get right borderline. You're probably going to fall short. Um, but if you put your goal up, say 90%, then you're more likely to get 70% or even higher. And so that's kind of the way I look at my life is that I'm not going to say, Oh, I just want to be a good rider because if I just am just a good rider, I might not make that. But if I say, you know, no, I'm not saying this, but I'm saying I want to be an Olympian. Okay, then obviously I'm going to push myself to be the best that I can possibly be. I may never be an Olympian, but I can be much better than just the average rider. And so um, I am hoping that I can actually podium at the RBC Whistler race um, in my age group. And um, I'm hoping to eventually um, maybe get in the opportunity to ride in some UCI races around the world. Um, 
maybe, you know, I probably won't podium at any of those races, but I'd like to have the opportunity to at least compete in some of them um, and, you know, take some time to see the world and ride the bike, I think would be kind of cool. That's so awesome. I've been competing. Um, we had a few races last year, not very many because of obviously because of COVID, but um, the races that we've had here, um, I've podiumed at almost every one of the races here. Um, not a huge competition though, to be honest. Um, the, and that's one of my other goals is that I want to see more females involved in racing. I find that um, women and in my age group tend to not want to compete um, because they feel intimidated. Um, another, another, shall we say, reason or excuse that there is, is they have a family. And I, I think that it's, that's just kind of something to hide behind. Um, because if you have a spouse, your spouse can help take care of the kids too. And um, you can have those opportunities to get involved. That's, I'm, I, obviously I'm speaking from my own opinion because I don't have kids, but um, I think that we do need to get more women and, and, and getting women to realize that you don't have to be uh, you know, in your teens and have the most slender body and the healthiest lifestyle to be involved in racing. Anybody can do it. And so that's one of the things that I want to show is that, you know, I'm not, I'm not the most super fit person, you know, and um, I'm not young. And so I want to get women to see, look, look, I can be on the podium. Why can't you? So yeah, those are my goals. Is the, those are long-term or is the, is that the, uh, like, we're, we're actually three of us on this call are, are doing the RBC Fondo this year is, is the goal to get there this year. Do you need a domestique? <laughs> um, I, I do, I do hope to podium this year. Um, that's really my goal. Um, I, I do a lot of long distance rides. I'm also doing another race in, um, in July in Penticton, there is the Penticton, um, I think they call it a Grand Fondo as well. Um, and it's about a hundred and I think it's about 160 K. Um, and, uh, uh, probably just as intense as the, the Whistler one with a lot of climbing in it, but in Penticton, we have the heat, which is another thing to factor in that makes it very, very challenging. And so I think that it's reasonable that I could achieve something at the RBC uh, Whistler race. And so we'll see how it goes, and especially because I, I live here. Like Whistler is, I can ride the course anytime I want. And I probably will go out and ride it a couple of times before the actual race in September. And so, yeah, I think it's doable. Okay, well, I'm going to ask a really tough question now that we got all the fluff out of the way. <laughs> what advice do you have? Your avatar is just bang on, just like you. How did you do that? How did you do that? What advice do you have for making your avatar look, on Zwift look exactly like you in real life? Because every I'm, there's a pen of 300 riders. I'm like, oh, there's Ange. <laughs> How did you do that? Did you do that yourself? Did your husband help you with that? Like, did you have somebody, a third party look at you and say, select these features? Um, I think 
the thing is that Zwift is, is very real as far as body shape. And so it really makes me look, you know, that's exactly what I look like in real life. So uh, I, I don't know, just, it, I think it's Zwift. They just have this ability. Um, I think also it's the backwards hat. Uh, I think, you know, the I don't care attitude with the backwards hat, I think really, <laughs> really helps too. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. All right. I wish I could give secret. you a better answer, Chris, but I don't know. She's I'm keeping fine. her secrets to herself. Keep, keep her secrets. <laughs> That's fine. But yeah, in all honesty, great job on the avatar. <laughs> Thanks. Yours looks nothing like you. Just. Like <laughs> I have pink socks in real life. Fine. You'll notice that I actually, you very rarely will see that I have socks on on my avatar. Oh. Um, this triathlete. Is, is that from your triathlete days? Yeah. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Uh, I'm a firm believer. I, I actually, in, in real life on an everyday basis, I don't wear socks above the ankle. I don't, I don't believe in those kinds of socks. Huh. Um, I think socks should not be seen or heard. <laughs> um, that's, that's just how I feel about socks. Mm. Aerodynamically, you're losing about a minute in that fondo. <laughs> <laughs> High socks will get you there. I'll just double shave my legs. I don't <laughs> Amazing. That sounds painful, double shaving, but whatever works. I just made that term up, so we'll, we'll go with that. I, I expect we'll get some comments about the about sock height. Oh, I know. I know. I've taken, it, so. I've taken a lot of flack about my sock. So. From who? Oh, I can name a whole list of people. <laughs> Sean, uh, me. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's actually pretty funny that the uh, I was just doing a recon ride with uh, with my team earlier today, and rode past a couple of them and was like, "Oh, no socks." <laughs> Didn't say anything, but I definitely noticed. I think that there's there's a. It, it's it's just one of those things where it's uh I, I don't know i'm i'm tuned to it even outside like oh where are their socks but here's an interesting thing my socks are orange they have to be orange wow. i have just, i have small. a rule in in real life and on zwift i always have to be wearing something orange not just huh. to have the orange bike so and i do have an orange bike in real life too so I was going to ask you about that. Uh, your Trek bike is orange, right? Yes, my gravel bike. Yeah, yeah your gravel bike, yeah. Yes, yes. So. Commitment. Yeah. If, if I could have an orange racing bike, I would too, but they didn't have any orange, so I had to settle for blue. So that's okay. I can handle that. <laughs> Blue's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So, so outside of the, well, I guess... This could include the racing, but what's a what's a normal week look like for you on mm. on Zwift or or like, are you training? What's the yeah? What's what's a what's a week look like for you on the bike? I, I um, mean, my my expectation of the answer is no off days. <laughs> I I had a coach at one time, and I couldn't handle rest days. Yeah, and that's why I don't have a coach. Um, 
and and people will get really mad at me and tell me well no you need to rest and I say no I don't need to rest because I feel that if I rest I I go crazy I honestly can't handle it I have to be doing something and for me you know an off day is an easy you know like zone one ride um, I, I don't, you know, do a ton of exertion, except, you know, sometimes I get motivated by somebody who whips past me and I say, yeah, okay, whatever, show <laughs> off. I can do that too. Um, and so my zone one turns into, you know, like a zone three or four, um, but that's okay. I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, no, I, I, a typical week is I ride as much as I possibly can. I do have an issue with, um, somebody who lives below us. Some of you have heard of me talk about the lady that lives below us who doesn't like my swifting um, because we live in a wood building and so the floor vibrates and there's nothing I can do. I have like four or five layers of mats. I have subflooring. I have a rocker plate. I have everything you can imagine and she apparently still hears it. So uh, we have an agreement that I'm only supposed to ride for 90 minutes. I do push it from time to time. Um, on Sunday morning this week, I will push it to three hours so she'll complain. Um, but what am I supposed to do? I'm, I'm not doing anything illegal. I'm not, you know, having a party. I'm just riding my bike. But anyway, um, yeah, I ride as much as I can. Uh, this week, for example, I've already put in 40 hours. Um, and What? <laughs> wow that that's me i'm i'm on my bike whenever wow. i can um, that was that was a big month for lauren last week last month yeah <laughs> month. oh oh and we're doing that we're gonna do the same three-hour ride on sunday morning that is correct Ooh. we are yes they heard a herd meet up with some folks who want to do yeah. some longer rides wow. yeah yeah so 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 instead of doing more than 90 minutes you do 90 minutes you take an hour off and then you do another 90 minutes um that would be ideal what what i try to do um is that she she's not home during the day uh, and i still work from home and i i teach a class in the mornings and i teach a class at night and so the middle of the day is usually my free time so i try to push it as much as i can and try to get as much time in during while she's not home um, but sometimes there's things I want to join in the evening. So then I'll ride a second time. Um, and, but I, and sometimes when the weather's nice, I'll go outside as well. So I might be, you know, three or four times a day on the bike. Um, and that's me. I love it. Yeah. I, I can't get enough of it, you know, and someday down the road, my body might <clears throat> suffer as a result, but we'll deal with it when it comes. Yeah. We'll burn that bridge when we come to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> right. We both got that like a little bit of flexibility because we um, were on like, I guess, BC, y'all are Pacific time as well. Yeah. Right. So we're all yeah. Pacific time on this call right now. Um, but Angie and I both race EMEA. So we have that flexibility to be racing at a different time than when our kind of normal time zone would be racing. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's why I race when I do is because it's during the middle of the day. So it fits, it fits better. Um, and I can go all out like when I'm, you know, yeah. racing on ZRL, I'm, I'm pretty intense. Like, I could imagine she would be complaining. <laughs> she heard me. <laughs> so. Sounds like it. Yeah. Who's like, dying upstairs? 
<laughs> like my trainer, I, it's strapped to the rocker plate. And I don't know if you, the rocker plate has these skid pads on it that are like kind of sticky stuck to it. Um, they're lifting off because the trainer has been pulling them off. So, cause I, I put so much force in when I'm sprinting or yeah. whatever. So yeah, I can imagine she could hear something downstairs. <laughs> My mat still has permanent grooves in it from when Sean used it one time and sprinted really hard. <laughs> How many Watts was that that you put uh, out? Uh, I don't know, 11, <laughs> 1200, but the, the issue was that, um, I was, I kind of pulled up, the mat kind of started bunching up like mm -hmm. in between the front and the back of the bike, like, and then halfway through the race, I'm, I, I start hearing like every time I'm, I'm pedaling, like I hear a <laughs> and I finally realized it was my foot hitting the, hitting the bunched up mat underneath my foot every time I was pedaling. Yeah. Oops. Your downstairs neighbor would hate that. And I'm sure. Yes, yes, I'm sure she would be very angry. So, and somebody suggested that maybe you know I bring her a bottle of wine. I tried to do that. She didn't answer the door. Um, somebody else suggested wow. that maybe I try to get her to join Zwift. Well, <laughs> yeah. Group rides. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, one of these days, maybe, maybe she'll change change her thinking. Fingers crossed. Yep. Well, yeah. Do we have any, any kind of last questions or, Ange, is there anything that you want to talk about that we haven't discussed? Uh, no, I think, I think we've covered it all pretty much. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping to inspire people. And I, I think I've kind of alluded to that. I hope that people um, take my story and say, Hey, you know what? I can do that too. And um, we're, we're all, well, we're not all amateurs, but a lot of us are amateurs and um, we're striving for great things. And I think we can do it. Um, yeah. It's just a matter of motivation and just getting out there and doing it. Get on your bike. <laughs> yeah, 90 something percent of us will never make any money off of, uh, <laughs> off of pedaling, so. Yeah, I wanna be the 10%. I have yes. one money. I have one money at a race. Woo! I got my entrance fee back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's something. I yeah, get my entrance exactly. fee back every time I do well in his lift race. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yep, all that money that we pay. Yeah. Well, I mean, Chris is poised to get his money back if we start this, you know. <laughs> Three to one odds. Three to one odds, everybody. <laughs> that's where it's opening. That's, that's it? Three to one? Can you not get better odds than that? Well, that's the that's the opening odds just <laughs> yeah, to get yeah, people yeah. see where the money rolls in. And then <laughs> yeah. the it's the herd and wagering league. Is there a minimum? Is there a minimum uh, bid that you have to put in? Uh, one Bitcoin. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. And how much is one Bitcoin worth? I don't know. I think it's like eight thousand dollars or something. <laughs> no idea. No, we're north of that. What are we like? 60, 64? I don't know. It, it changes eight percent every day. Oh wow! Yeah, those are good. It's either thirty-two or sixty-four thousand. Uh, Thirty-six thousand right now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, oh yeah, I put I put one Bitcoin on on okay. Angie at three to one. Yeah. Love it. All right. I'm, I'm waiting to hear. I'm waiting to hear some other 
some other uh, bids here. Uh, <laughs> bids, is that correct? That's not correct. <laughs> um, right. I don't know anything about gambling. <laughs> Me neither. But Betting. <laughs> bets. Bets. That's the word. Bets. bets. <laughs> right. <laughs> I could take donations too. That's. <laughs> we are trying to start a donation fund for uh, someone we know to get a, a nicer trainer. So over here in zone 17. So, you know. Yeah, that's always yeah. good too. Might be some GoFundMes popping up, you know, or, yeah. or Bitcoin donations. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So well, make sure you donate to me, though, not to Chris. <laughs> These are not donations. <laughs> oh, <are> right. Right. <laughs> right. Amazing. Awesome. Well, yeah, thank you. Thank you yeah. for, for being here. And hopefully we, we do, you know, not only inspire other folks to to race, to achieve whatever their goals are, but the very smaller goal of having more people on the podcast to have our wonderful conversations. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> thank you for being here for our first one, Ange. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. And it really, come have fun hanging out, chatting with uh, these people here on conversations. It's fun. Yeah, but it does, the word doesn't feel good in the mouth. <laughs> I was going to say, Sean, you say it now. You have to say Tr it. Tronversations. <laughs> it's better than Zwish list. It, yeah. <laughs> Oh, right. great so uh in our in our post uh post podcast uh discussion uh, or or i guess we we decided that the the discussion needed to turn into some additional conversation because while Ange doesn't drink and doesn't know anything about uh about alcohol what alcohol do you know about um soju which so, is a weird one. I don't even know what this is. Tell me what um, this is. So basically, I would describe soju as hairspray because that's <laughs> what it tastes like. <laughs> but it's a Korean whiskey. Um, and the only reason why I know about it is because I lived in Korea for five years. And um, quite often we go out uh, for dinner as a staff. And um, it's very impolite to refuse a drink from your boss. Oh. And you can't just take the drink and set it down. You have to take the drink and actually drink it right away. Ooh. And so I was offered numerous drinks on the same night. So uh, I don't know if we need to go any further with <laughs> that, but. <laughs> had a bad experience with soju. I did, yes. I felt like my bed was a boat. Uh, uh -huh. yep all right yep. and that and that ends the the conversations <laughs> bonus round <laughs>